Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. This segment proudly brought to you by Capital Air. Nikaqde masno dukhe dil ka marham Nikaqde masno dukhe dil ka marham Ye farma gaye Hai rasool-e-mukarram Ye farma gaye Hai rasool-e-mukarram Ye shadi hai beshak Mohabbat ka zina ये शादी है बेशक मोहब्बत का जीना बाहरों की आमद सबा का तरन्नुम बाहरों की आमद सबा का तरन्नुम निकाक दे मसनो दुखे दिल का मरहम ये फरमा गए है रसूले मुकर्रम Six minutes after 11 Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful, definitely, indeed, beautiful Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. It's nice and sunny and warm. My beloved Haji Suleiman Esop. He's uh, the man in blue this, mashallah, Wednesday morning. I don't know, since he got back uh, from Durban, he's only smiling. Mashallah, he's only happy. Say, Mulan, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. That's what I love to hear. My beloved engineer, Haji Abu Yusuf, always says also, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Uh, Haji Suleiman is the engineer. He will be with me from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Uh, yes, my wonderful listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and uh, company. And we want to welcome our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Today is the 29th of Jumad al-Ula, 1445. So tonight, inshallah, you and I, we will be... Looking out for the new moon, Haji Suleiman Esop. And then we will be saying if it is tonight the first of Jumad al-Akhirah. Jumad al-Ukhra'ah, Jumad al-Akhirah, inshallah. Well, Wednesday, the 13th of uh, uh, December 2023. We're going to be welcoming our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad shortly, inshallah. If you do have any questions uh, on our program, The Blessed of Marriage, regarding The Blessed of Marriage, please do message your uh, questions on 084-786-3132. Uh, 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Uh, let's uh, cross over and uh, welcome our Honorable Fadila Tulustad. And of course, before we uh, cross over to Fadila Tulustad, let's find out if there is any breaking news currently in Gaza, in Palestine. I know everybody waits for that, and I also wait for that, for the breaking news from my beloved Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. Ustad, it's a beautiful Wednesday morning. Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Today is the 29th of Jumad al-Ula 1445 With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Tonight we should scan the sky Although it might be might difficult But we have to fulfill our duty with beauty If the crescent moon is sighted That will usher in the month of Jumad al-Akhirah we must learn to pronounce the months correctly and spell them correctly. And remember, it is Juma Dal Akhira. And that is, remember, the month that we're going to start now, one of the days, inshallah, al-Aziz. And remember, if the moon is sighted, crescent sighted, then tonight, tomorrow, Thursday will be the first. And if it's not sighted, then Friday will be the first. And most probably, that is what will happen, that Friday will be the first, tomorrow, Thursday night, the first. So, and then you read, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. But in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Majlul Aqsal, Mubarak, and the most countries in the world, tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, will be the first of Jumad al-Akhirah. Second, my program for tonight, inshallah, inshallah aziz will be there in the La Messi Masjid, and that is Isha 835 Jamaat and Jamaat Salat, and thereafter the program. So that will be there. It will not be live on Merkaz, so remember that, or on Sirius FM. But tomorrow night, inshallah, the programs will be live. So inshallah aziz So that's the first two announcements. Third announcement, they, every one of us should read MashaAllah, MashaAllah, Aziz, Alhamdulillah, Rabbi Alameen, Turaqat Salat. So, war day 68, that's what the Harits write. Ten Israeli soldiers killed in northern Gaza strip fighting. So, Alhamdulillah, ten more Jutlas dispatched to hell. That's what they say, ten. We say is much more, but be that as it may. Missiles from the Houthi territory in Yemen must a ship in the Red Sea, U.S. official says. So you must remember that. So that is what is the whole thing. Hundreds of hostages' families demonstrate in Jerusalem. Time is running out. They venting their anger at Bibi Netanyahu, the war criminal and butcher of Gaza and his war cabinet and so forth. Ten Israeli soldiers killed, including two senior commanders. That's not a good news. Ten Israeli soldiers, including two senior commanders, killed in northern Gaza fighting. And alhamdulillah, Hamas is bringing honor. No Arab country, Saudi Arabia, Emirates, Morocco, Bahrain, Jordan, Syria, hopeless, useless, good for nothing, remember that, could do this, and Hamas have done that. Alhamdulillah, ya Rabbil Alameen, one settler, one bullet, will settle the issue, mashallah. And Israel is at war, and Netanyahu just launched his re-election campaign. So he knows that the 
longer he prolongs the war, or you must remember he remains prime minister, then the chances of him going to jail are very slim. So therefore he knows when the dust is settled, there will have to be elections, and therefore he is playing for time now, and so forth and so on. So that is him, you must remember, Netanyahu. So we have very, very good news that 10 Jutlas dispatched straight to hell, and we must say Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, and remember more and more, Palestine there, more and more. Uh, Americans and students are wearing the Israeli, the, sorry, the Palestinian flag, or they're wearing the, their scarf and you're flying the Palestinian flag. I read for you one more. Rutgers joined growing list of universities clamping down on pro-Palestinian student group. But you said America is a free country. You said America, you must remember, is a country where there's freedom of expression. But now when the students are saying we are pro-Palestinian, you want to close them down or you want to restrict them and so forth and so on. So it shows that they are haramis of the highest order. The super terrorists of the world are Israel and America. And again, in United Nations vote, they lost the world's confidence and see Biden what he says. Israel loses international support over Gaza bombing, meaning killing and maiming the babies and children and innocent people. And this is Biden saying openly now Netanyahu must change. So that is the first time openly he has criticized him. You must remember this type of things here. Bengue, the donkey, and Himar and super terrorists calls on uncertified national service women to handle gun permit issuing. So, so look at this one, I read it again. Bengue, the 100% certified terrorist, and even according to Israel, calls on uncertified national service women to handle gun permitting issuing. So they totally confused, you must remember that, and they're catching a good, good idea. All you Jutlas Haramis, prepare, inshallah, the day Israel will be no more, and you must pack up and go, go to whichever country you came from. That is what you say. You say we want to destroy Hamas. You Haramis can't say Hamas. You'll say we want to destroy Hamas. So we say Hamas is hamorsing you, hmm. is sending you to hell, and the whole world now realizes who are the real terrorists. And I sent out one beautiful message today so I hope Suleiman if I didn't send it out then you must send it out there are three photos there and three like you know pictures so in 1956 1956 you must remember they came this Israeli understand terrorists and they and they gathered all the Palestinian youngsters and men and so forth put them against a wall and they <laughs> shot them all dead cold-blooded, premeditated murder. A five-year-old boy witnessed all this with his own eyes. Who was that boy? Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, the co-founder of Hamas with Sheikh Ahmed Yassin. He came back, and now the Hamas is finishing you up. 
Allah Ta'ala's wisdom and his kudrat, me and you cannot understand. In life you dislike something, but it is better for you. When there is goodness in your heart, Twenty thousand Palestinians martyred, murdered, fifty thousand plus injured, but there's goodness in their heart, this Iman, this Islam, this Ikhlas. Allah will give you better compared to what is taken away from you. And all Allah will forgive you your sins. So that is our belief, and we can see it happening already. So remember that the world is observing and how world opinion is turning against America and against Israel, both Haramis, both super terrorists, and both did a good threshing. And therefore we support Putin and Putin is a big Harami also, but we need Haramis to sort them out also. Ustad, the sister says, can Kava namaz of a deceased person? be read by someone else who started not permissible salat cannot be read by another person no hayyan no maiden no while the person is alive and no while the person is dead remember that la yaqdis salata salayu adis salata an ahadin ghayrahu and all that so you can't read la yusulli ahadun an ahadin is a word you will find in the hadith so you can't read salat for another person remember that while that person is alive or after that person death. Yeah, regarding fasting, remember that we find Dalil. Man mata wa alayhi siyam. So sama anhu waliyuhu. Open bulughul maram, mishkacharif, mustad ahmad, and so forth. A person passes away, and he or she has outstanding for the fast. Then the heirs of that person can keep the fast on behalf of that person. That is the verdict of the Shafi's, Hanbalis, and so forth. But Hanafi say even that is not permissible. La yuswalli ahadun an ahadin wa la yasumu ahadun an ahadin. No one can read salat on behalf of another person dead or alive. No one can fast on behalf of another dead or alive. That is the Hanafi fatwa regarding that issue. Uh, I see a sister says here, Mufti Sab, that uh, myself and the, uh, her husband are actually arguing regarding this question. A person bought a car for 50,000 rand. And 15,000 of that money he used to buy the car was from stolen goods. He then sells the car for 40,000 rand. After selling the car, he takes out 15,000 with the intention that it is the stolen money that he is taking out. And he uses it 15,000 rand somewhere else. Will the balance 25,000 rand be halal money? Who started? Let me understand the question properly. So the way I understood the question, you, we just use you as example. So ABC person bought a car. The value of the car is 50,000. Mm. So 15,000 was stolen money, right? And then 25,000 25, or whatever, so 35,000 if the car is 50,000. So 35,000 because it's 15,000 and 35,000 mm. is the balance. So 35,000, you must remember, is halal money. That's how the question is posed.
exposed. Now this guy, to this thing, you must remember, you know, to purify himself and sanctify himself. So he takes 15,000 halal money and then puts it there. And then that 15,000 haram money, so what he does? So what must happen in a case like that is that that 15,000 haram money that you used, you must take out your 15,000 halal money and give that out in charity. You must remember that. So then that deal is right. But still you get a sin for the initial transaction. You know it's haram money and yet you're using it. So the sin will still remain on you but you must take out 15,000 and give that out to the poor Muslims in charity for your violation and that is what not that 15,000 you use for yourself you must use that 15,000 and give it out to the poor because that first 15,000 you use was all haram money mm. 0847863132 international overseas listeners plus 27847863132 somebody wants to know who started that uh, a wife wanting divorce due to not being able to stand with mother-in-law should she go ahead or not ustad the way we understand the question sometimes you must type the questions properly then it's clear the way the question is posed that the wife wants the luck because she can't stand with the mother she mm. can't stay with the mother-in-law is supposed to be i think so you must remember that so or she can't stay with the mother-in-law and stand the mother-in-law yes, so that may, yeah <laughs> no that's then i think the mistake there mm. so she can't stand uh, she can't stay the mother mother-in-law and stand her anymore so Islamically, it's your right. Islamically, it's your definite right. Therefore, in this day and this age, you see, we try and be honest as possible. We don't carry favor with people, organizations, or politicians, or, or governments. What is the truth must be so told. Whether people like, don't like, is not our business. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Abu Zar radiallahu an, Authentic hadith in Mustad Ahmad. That speak the truth even though the truth is better. So Islamically, it is your right as a wife to say, I want my own house. You want your own bedroom, you want your own kitchen, you want your own bathroom, toilet, all these basic things. So that is your right. If your husband tells you, no, you must stay there with your mother-in-law and so forth and make a khidmat, if you do so, you are just doing ihsan, tabarru, and a favor. But he does not have the right to impose it upon you. There are certain things he has the right to impose upon you, but certain things he cannot impose upon you because it is your right that you can demand a separate total house in the sense whether it's a flat, whether it's an outbuilding, there must be a separate bedroom, separate bathroom, separate kitchen, all these type of things there. So my advice to you, sister, will be threefold. You are married eight years, ten years, you got two, three children. So Quran Karim teaches us was sulhu reconciliation is the best it's holidays now tell him that you're going home by your parents place and so forth you're giving him the month of December January till school madrasa opens he must find other alternate uh, accommodation and maybe an outbuilding or a flat or whatever else it is and you must
must remember, then you will move in there and he must decide that way he wants to stay. He wants to stay with his mother, he can stay there. You want to stay, then he wants to come visit you, he can come there. But you not coming back to stay permanently with your mother-in-law so that Islamically, remember, you're entitled to do that and he, the husband, should know what Quran Sharif teaches us. Surah 4, verse 19. And treat your wives with love, with respect and justice and so forth and so on. So this is part of the justice that she has everything of her own. So you know that they can't work out nowadays. 80%, 90%, they will be fighting the cats and dogs. You must remember that. When you come into the house, both parties are crying. Now your loyalties are torn. One side is your mother, she's beloved to you. One side is your wife, the mother of your children. <laughs> so now you see, you don't know what to do. And both parties lie also. Let us be honest. I was now in Cape Town. So I delivered the Jummah lecture, all that. Then after the khutbah, salat, sunnahs, I came out, this one brother came to me. He took, told me, mention one problem. I won't mention the problem and this. I said, your people's example is like husband, wife, you know. Both parties make mubalagha, you'll exaggerate the situation and so forth. So you must go to a senior person in Cape Town and both parties must be present and choose such a person in whom both parties have confidence and whatever verdict he passes, both parties, whether it's for you or against you, must accept it. So that is what happens in cases like that. You ask a daughter-in-law, there are five problems, she'll tell you it's nine problems or ten problems. You ask the mother-in-law, she will tell you it's not six problems, it's twelve problems. So, so much lies and exaggeration. So just keep them separate. There'll be more love, there'll be more respect and justice also. Mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. I see the, the listener says both parties, they do lie, Mufti Sab, and Mufti Sab is right, Ustad. Yeah, that's why we speak the truth, my brother. <laughs> Ustad, a, a listener says, Mufti Sab, we know now it's not Hajj. Uh, I am from London. Uh, a lady's husband dies while performing Hajj. What should she do, Ustad? So if it is a first Hajj, then she must continue with actual Hajj and so forth. And immediately after Hajj, she must come back and so forth. She can't be going gallivanting year and day and all that. And remember, nowadays, you know the rigmarole regarding Hajj with MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, that they got quota system, and then you pay so much taxes. That just yesterday, I was telling somebody from South Africa, if you want to go for Hajj, you must remember, and you want a good package for four, five, six weeks, then you will pay 250,000 rand per person. Quarter million rand for one half a million for husband, wife. And that is very, very expensive. The ordinary guy will never afford it. You must remember <coughs> that. So you can work it out and convert it to your pounds. If it is a nafil hajj, then she must come back immediately even if she does not perform a hajj. So that is the fatwa regarding that issue. <laughs> I've got a sister, Abby Ustad. Uh, she wants to know if Ustad could please just advise her what to say or what to answer to her three friends in her company. They asked her to Abby, Gaza is on the coastline. They have 25 miles of water. Why are they playing the victim saying Israel is not supplying them with water when Allah is supplying them a whole Atlantic? Are the people in Gaza so inept to not create their own filtration system? Sister Abby wants to know what answer must she tell them, Ustad? 
Tell them they bunch of idiots and donkeys. That's first answer you must give them. You must remember everything in Gaza is controlled by Israel. That the Gazan people are not allowed to do fishing unless the Israelis give them permission. They're not allowed to go from point A to point B unless the Israelis give them permission. They want to go to hospital, so if they want to just go out of Gaza, the police are there, the army are there, and so forth. They're talking too much. When you had drought there in the Durban and so forth, why these three sisters of yours didn't go to the Indian Ocean and drink water from there where's their brains and all that for what they went begging to the Muslims and all that that the Muslims had to give them bread the Muslims had to give them milk the Muslims had to give them water and so forth why you don't ask them so whether it is the air whether it is the land whether it is the water everything is under Israel jurisdiction ask them these three questions why did Israel put the Ghazan people you must remember in 16-17 years in the biggest open prison in the world, in a concentration camp, and what they're seeing now, 10 Israeli soldiers, two commanders, dispatched straight to hell. So remember, is the result of their occupation. Occupation must bring resistance. You must remember that. They know nothing about Gaza and so forth. They think it's a piece of land you can just move around. Every step of yours is monitored by Israeli cameras and radar and so forth. Therefore, what Hamas pulled off on the 7th of October was a karamat, a miracle, and we're very, very proud and happy about it. They dispatched 1,000 or 1,200 or whatever jutla straight to hell. Majority of them were military, and when they speak of civilians, then the Israelis killed their own civilians, majority of them. So tell them they know nothing you must remember about that. They must speak about the 75 years occupation. They must speak about the apartheid laws of Israel and they must speak about if their house a settler comes what will they do <laughs> so therefore we say even today I sent it out so that you must tell them to follow my me on Twitter or Telegram and they will get all the answers there you must remember one settler one bullet will settle the issue <laughs> so that is our stance and we make it very clear and Israel and America lost the United Nations yesterday the most humiliated and disgraced they are now the world has seen who the real terrorists are so that is what's happening hmm. Allah Akbar. beautiful answer Ustad well said I see somebody says Mufti Sab, I have been given my mayor the ring back into my pocket and I was told by my wife I don't know why I married you I have made a mistake you have wrecked my life etc etc by her giving me my mayor back Ustad is it considered mine's anonymous so you must remember that you must give the mahar back to her you got no right you must remember to take that there Nabi alayhi salatu salam said al-a'idu fi hibatihi kal-kalbi ya'udu fi qay'ihi the hadith in Bukhari Sharif when you gave a gift and here it is mahar the word is mahar in English you don't translate it as dowry that's Christian term Christian connotation for us we translate it as marital gift so so you must give your wife the 
marital gift. Quran uses the word dihla. So yeah, it shows that when you took back that gift you gave your wife, then your example, Nabi Salam says, is like a dog. <laughs> when the dog vomits and then goes back and licks that vomit, so it's compulsory upon you to give that ring and whatever else back to your wife. Now the question is, you'll always play just like the jutlas, you know, that you Israeli eat, you understood? You'll give us half story, not the real story. So what is the real story? You are emotionally telling her nonsense. You're telling her, you understand, physically, emotionally, and what otherwise nonsense. And So she's getting frustrated and so forth and telling you that you wrecked her life and you did this and you did this and all that because you're not treating her properly as a husband and so forth. So as a last resort, she told you, take back your ring. So you must give her this ring and give another thousand rand also if you got brains. Although common sense is not common nowadays, so you must tell her, I apologize. You must forgive me. Let us start afresh. Let us look at the present and the future, not go back to the past. And you must save your marriage and don't break your marriage and don't become like the dog, like Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that licks the vomit. When there's problems between husband and wife, then you, even if you gave a million, you can't take back anything. You must remember, Quran says so, Surah 4, verses 20, 21, and so forth. Go and read it, brother. So start with forgiveness. Give the ring and buy some nice two, three presents and give it to her, inshallah, Aziz, and tell her that, no, you will try better now, and inshallah, you want to save the marriage, there's innocent masum children involved, and so forth and so on. Hmm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Somebody says here, Ustad, that, uh, uh, dear Mufti Saab, I would, I would just like to know if a person reads istikhara for marriage and does not receive any feeling, dream, sign as to which decision to take. What would be the best thing to do, Ustad? The first thing our people got the whole wrong misconception and wrong understanding of istikhara. Istikhara means tolabul khair. You're asking Almighty Allah which is the best option. You got one, two, three, four options, two, three options. All options are permissible. So you are asking Allah for which is the best. All this business that after istikhara you must go and sleep, you must see a dream. There's nothing like that in Sharia. It's not a sunnah, it's not mustahab, nothing like that. It's just the rai and the opinion of some ulama, they wrote all these type of things. So you must remember this, come now, make istikhara now with me. You are the lady. Must you get married to Abu Bakr, Umar, Usman, Ali? You are the male. Must you get married to Fatima, Aisha, Maryam, or Asiya? You understood? So now you read. Allahumma. Read, read now with me. Allahumma, O oh beloved Allah. Khir li. Khir khara. Khiri. Khir li. Ya Allah, beloved Allah, you select the best for me. And you choose for me. The hadith in Tirmidhi, whatever is in your heart now. Abu Bakr came, finish, you marry Abu Bakr. Aisha came, you marry Aisha. Fatima came, you marry Fatima. Umar came, you marry Umar. So this finish. There's no sleeping business and dreaming business. And then you say you dreamt you are flying. And that other party say, no, they dreamt they're drowning. And all crazy, you know, because you'll have mixed up, confuse yourself. And you'll refuse 
houses get blown. So leave all those things that are not compulsory or sunnah or what, and do what the Bishallah taught us. And if you want more, then read today is what? Wednesday. So after Zohar Salat, read two rakat extra Salat, and then you read Surah Fatiha, Kulyal Kafirun. Second rakat, read Kulwallah, Surah Fatiha, Kulwallah Wahad, and then read Allah, make dua, and then read Allahumma khirli wakhtarli and whatever answer you get in your heart that's your answer finished mm. so how beautiful and easy it is subhanallah subhanallah I see sister Abby says you start quickly she says that thank you so much uh, AK sometimes you can't argue with them because they have answers for everything and they were versed they're not well versed they just swallow everything hook line and sinker tell them they must pose their questions to me and Mm. then see what we will do with them so you must remember israel is a super terrorist apartheid nazi regime so for everything we can prove it and they themselves they said is ask them these three questions they ask you three right Tell them, are you aware that the President Herzog of Israel said, not only Hamas are responsible, the whole, all the Palestinians are responsible. Now you're trying to tell me that that innocent daughter, innocent son, innocent women, everybody is responsible. So therefore, they want to give collective punishment to all of them. That is the President of Israel. So they must speak about that. Second one is that before all this happened, Bibi Netanyahu, the war criminal, the person of Gaza, you must remember, that is the butcher of Gaza, he went to United Nations and he said, this is the new Middle East. You understand? He thought he's going to cut off, cut the deal with Saudi Arabia and with MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, and then... So the whole thing was just Israel. Palestine does not feature there at all. So that is their real aim. They want ethnic cleansing, crimes against humanity, and war criminal crimes and genocide. They want to murder and kill the two million plus people or tell them pack up and go to Egypt or wherever you want to. So these are the things. So you must ask them, is all this here? So why are 80%, 90% of the world Muslim, non-Muslim, turning against Israel and supporting mm. uh, supporting Palestine. Tell them they got no brains, they got donkeys brains. That's mm. what Quran says. Chapter 62, verse 5. When you got the Torah, you got the Bible, you got the books in front of you, but you don't want to embrace the truth, you still want to embrace your apartheid, apartheid and terrorism, then you just like a donkey, carrying encyclopedias and big, big books. Chapter mm. 62, Two verse five. Mm. Before we go for an interval, somebody says they moved this up for a very long time. Uh, many people have been telling me different opinions on mar- marijuana. Many say it's haram, and others say it is makru. I'm asking whether it is haram or not, and if it is, why so? Because myself and my wife always argue. Ustad. Totally haram. You must remember, Nabi said, Kullu muskirin khamrun wa kullu khamrin haram. It's authentic hadith in Bulughul Maram, in Mishka Sharif, Mustada Ahmad. Every compilation, famous compilation has it. So everything that intoxicates is alcohol, and every alcohol is haram. So you must remember, so what doubt there is in that? The problem with you, brother, is this, that you look for loopholes. You look for shortcuts 
cuts and so forth. So one crooked Molvi, one scholar for dollar will tell you, yeah, because he's your friend or maybe you're sponsoring something of his or so forth. So then he'll tell, no, 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 he's just Makru. So Makru in your mind means, no, he's okay, although it's disliked and undesirable. It's absolutely haram. You must remember that. It's just like Daru and alcohol and intoxicants and so forth. So there's no two opinions on it. That is the figment of people's imagination when you play with the Sharia and you look for loopholes. The Jutlas, therefore Allah Ta'ala cursed them. They kept on playing with loopholes and shortcuts. Then all Mithya Allah in chapter 7 verse 166 commanded them you'll become monkeys despicable not figuratively literally physically Allah transformed them into monkeys and chimpanzees and chapter 5 verse 16 almighty Allah states made them into swines and almighty Allah made them into monkeys well it's uh, 20 minutes to 12 we'll go for an interval when we come back we'll continue inshallah with the bliss of marriage stay tuned Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jama'ah Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jama'ah well, it's uh, 15 minutes uh, to 12 on this beautiful sunny Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Remember our WhatsApp number is 0847863132, international overseas listeners, plus 2784786332. Before we go to our next question, let's ask our beloved Fadila Tulustad what his uh, run up, his program uh, for Durban Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Tonight we should scan the sky for the new moon and crescent if it is sighted, although it's highly unlikely, but it might happen, we can't say no. So remember then tonight, tomorrow, Thursday will be the first of Jumad al-Akhirah. If it's not sighted, then tomorrow night, Thursday night, Laylatul Jumu'ah will be, you must remember, the first of Jumad al-Akhirah and Friday the first. So let's wait for tonight and see what happens, then we'll come to know, inshallah. And we'll send out the calendars and all that as well with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah before Isha tonight, inshallah. Second one is my programs, inshallah, as is tonight. We are in La Messi, and that is just next to Umslanga, I believe 10, 15 minutes from there. So inshallah, Jamaat will be 8.35. The program is after Isha. And it's not live on the radio on Marcus. And then tomorrow, Thursday night, inshallah, that program is after Maghrib in Mountain Rise is live on Sirius FM. We say Jazakallah Khairan to Brother Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal, and is live on Radio Al Ansar International. We say Jazakallah Khairan to all the directors of Radio Al Ansar International, and is live on Marcus Sahaba from uh, after Maghrib, and that will be in Mountain Rise Thursday night, tomorrow night. Then Friday, Jumu'ah, that will be live also on Radio 
Ansar International and Marqa Sahaba from Restop Masjid, inshallah. So that will be 12.10 Azan and thereafter, mashallah, the program. And then on Friday after Asr, there's a nikah, inshallah, my sister's granddaughter, inshallah. So that also won't be live on any radio. It's just for them there. They will be live streaming from the Masjid, I suppose. Masjid Salihin and Asr Salat is at quarter to six, inshallah. So after that, Kirat and lecture and then the Nikah, inshallah al-Aziz. And then Saturday we come back. So that is our program with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla Listen to says, Ustad, my husband is obsessed with death, always preparing for it. So making our lives a misery as we're not allowed to do anything, Mufti Sab. Not even go for a holiday. Advise him, please, Ustad. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, teaches us three things. Number one, Surah 2 and verse number 201. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. That always what you must do, ask Allah for hasana, the good things of life, you must remember that. Wa fil akhirati hasana. And in the year after, also the good things. And save us from the punishment of the fire. So if that what he's doing, so he's going to another extreme. So that's not right. But just to answer your question, holiday. If you're speaking about holiday, December time, what do you mean? Do you mean going to the beach, going to the resort? So you know all that is haram. So much music, so much nudity, so much all, all the haram things going on. So it depends what you really mean by holiday and so forth. Second one is this, Quran Karim states, you must prepare for the year after, but but you must not forget your share in the worldly life as well. Fulfill the rights of your wife, fulfill the rights of your children, all that. Islam is hukuk and hudud. That hukuk, that is the rights. So hukukullah, the rights of all, Allah, and and remember the rights of creation, rights of wife, rights of children, all that. See chapter 28 and verse 77. Surah Qasas, chapter 28, verse 77. And then third one, remember, Quran Karim states, Ummatu wasata. So everything must be done in moderation. Not you go to extreme. You just tell your wife and them, no, we can't eat all nice food. We can't drink nice things. We can't do this. We can't do that. Everybody must just prepare for the year after. That's good. But not you go to such an extreme. Maybe it's very stingy, so therefore you don't want to spend anything. And he's just using that as an excuse. You get some husbands like that, crazy guys, you know. So that that's in Surah 2, Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 143. So that is what you should teach him and that. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa hadith, In Tirmidhi, Aksiru, Zikraha, Zimillazat. Remember abundantly the destroyer of pleasures. So what are the destroyers of pleasures? Al-Maut. So that's a good thing. But not that now you become obsessed with it and then you don't want to do anything for your wife or your children and that. So that is not right. You must teach him this one dua. And all of us should read it. 
Imam Sufyan Suri was a genius. He was a contemporary of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah. When he is to address the ulama and students, he is to say, Ya milha al-ummah, O you the salt of the ummah. Iza fasad al-milh, fasad al-ta'am. When the salt, when you are the salt of the ummah, if the salt gets rotten and decays, the ummah will get rotten and so forth. So therefore, we have to be very firm and strict. What are the laws of Sharia? without compromising without being apologetic and interface and all that all haram you can see how many people are going out of the fall of Islam and so forth so anyway you must remember that so Sufyan Sawri Rahimullah taught us one dua and the dua goes like this Allahumma j'ali dunya fi aidina. Ya Allah, give us dunya and the good things of the dunya, but keep it in our hand. Nice house, nice wife, nice husband, depending who's making the dua. Nice children, nice car, nice this business, whatever it is. Not that we go and collect zakat money and all that on the, all uh, fraudulent claims and all. That's all haram, obviously. So you must remember Allahumma j'ali dunya fi aidina. So give us dunya, but keep it in our hands, Ya Allah. But don't put the dunya and saturate our hearts with it. Heart must be for who? All Allah Jalla Wala, Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it must be for Deen of Islam. So once he understood that, then he will understand what role he has to play. <laughs> Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Somebody says, Ya Ustad, when is it permissible for a wife to read Salah behind her husband? Anonymous Ustad. So today we're going to airport, you must remember. So last week also I was at the airport and I made give azan at the airport and then you, I give iqama. I'm in front and my wife is behind me. So we musafir. So you must remember that. So if it's Zohar time, we read two, two rakats and she follows me, my wife. is Asr time, so we read two, then she reads behind me too. Like that, whatever time it is, Maghrib time, Time, then three like that so you must remember so if you are but at home husband must go to the masjid or musalla or whatever is nearby and the wife you must remember that must read at home you musafir then it's different you must remember that then there's takhfif and there's concessions given as well well 0847863132 what is the ruling of marriage being sunnah or fardu start if a person wishes to remain unmarried then is it un-Islamic or bound to go against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's happiness or his messenger sunnah ustad? Remember, in normal circumstances, marriage is sunnah. But when you fear you will fall into vices and all that like today, then it becomes wajib and compulsory. And what you are suggesting, that is haram and not permissible. Nabi sallallahu hadith is mentioned in Mustada Ahmad, al-a'zabu shaitan, to remain a confirmed bachelor, remember is haram in Islam. Yes, the lady, now she can't help it, no sponsor, no, no, no one came, no proposal came, and so forth, so that is beyond her. You understand uh, this thing like you understand means but for you as a male you must try and get married and so forth why all Allah Jalla Wala teaches us وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولًا مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ Indeed, we send the messages before you, all the prophets before you. And then, وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولًا مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ أَزْوَاجَوْ وَذُرِّيَّةً And we gave them spouses and wives, we gave them children,
children and so forth. Chapter 13, Surah Ra'ad, verse number 38. Chapter 13, 1, 3, and verse 38. The only Nabi and messenger did not marry was Nabi Yahya, alayhi salatu salam. The rest, they got married, they had children, and so it doesn't mean from every wife they had children, but from some wives they had children, and so forth and so on. So therefore, brother, you must follow that what the prophets and messengers did. Abdullah the Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala and faqihu hadil ummah used to say, if my wife passes away and now I'm alone, so even if Allah ta'ala tells me in 10 days time is qiyamah, 10 days time is what? Is my death. You understood? So still I will get Qiyamah. You get Qiyamah Sughra and Qiyamah Kubra. Qiyamah Sughra is the person passes away. Man mata faqad qamat Qiyamatu. And one is the major Qiyamah where everything will perish and be everything destroyed. So nevertheless you must remember that that person knows in 10 days time we tell you that before December ends you'll be dead. So he says that still I will get married. It. Why? With the fear of falling into fitna. That was Khairul Qurun, the golden era of Islam. Today, everywhere you go is just vices and fitna. You go to the masjid also, there's fitna. You go to any masjid today, you will hear the cell phone ringing. You will hear people talking so loud, disturbing the musallis, either by the entrance of the masjid or the exit, or either inside the masjid itself. You didn't see yesterday we sent it out in one masjid there they had music and all that inside the masjid <laughs> I sent it out yesterday so all funny crazy things so we are living in a time of complete fitna and things are going to go from bad to worse therefore for you brother that when you fear you're going to fall in vices which is most probably the case then it becomes wajib and compulsory to get married <laughs> Allah was that so can females make jamaat with females only so what do we call a female imam? Is it imama? Who's that? So remember in Abu Dawood, so there is a chapter Imam Abu Dawood brought, you must remember, and it's called Imamatun Nisa. You see the female, you're asking female, Imama, Imamatun Nisa. There's a heading, Tarjamatul Bab. And then he brought, you must remember, the hadith of Ummah Waraka radiallahu anha, that she requested, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu sallam, you come to my house and you show me, you read two rakat salat, and that place will become like the musalla in my house and then I will be reading the salat for the ladies and so forth. So obviously a lady can't become imam for the men but can she become a le- imam for the ladies? The shafi'is and hanbalis they say yes but she won't stand right in front you must remember that. Just one two three steps like that she will stand and then the other ladies will stand behind her. But the Hanafis Malikis they say it's not permissible so therefore in this day and this age, they will say they're going to read Salat together. Five minutes, ten minutes, they'll read Salat. One hour, they'll make panchat and socialize and talk more nonsense than anything else. You know the habit of ladies most of the time. So therefore, we shouldn't encourage that. I just gave you what is the academic answer. So you must remember that very, I speak of majority, now not all ladies. So according to Shafi's Ambalis, that it will be permissible in your town. Not ladies come from far and outside and all. That's not permissible. And you must remember, Hanafi's Maliki say, even for a lady to read behind a lady is not permissible, and so forth and so on. Somebody says, Ustad, is it sunnah to f- 
to flow a sequence when cutting the nails, like starting on the index finger. We'll to start. follow, to follow, you must remember, is not proven in any authentic hadith. You must remember when we were very young, so in madrasa also they should teach us, so example, that they say, how are you going to make dua? So look at your fingers, so you start with your index finger, then middle finger, then ring finger, then little finger, then your little finger of your left hand, then your ring finger of your left hand, your middle finger, index finger. Then you cut your left, your left hand's thumb, and the thumb of the left hand, and then the right hand. So that's mustahab, that's sunnah. Ibn Hajar Asqalani, rahimahullah, in Fatul Bari, Allama Badruddin Aini, and all the muhaddisin of great note, they have proven and said that it is Lambiyathbut. It's not proven that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa cut like that and so forth. It is again just what some ulama have suggested and so forth and the toes remember from small toe to small toe pinky to pinky inky to pinky you understood so that is what they say but it's not a sunnah most to most you can call it mustahab we must learn our deen deen, to understand profound understanding of deen and not just scratch the surface we must know what is real authentic and what is not authentic. People just make stories, they write books and all that and say this is sunnah. So where's the proof of it? Quran Sharif says So say this is my path and I call and invite people towards it. Allah basiratin. Basiratin means you must have the knowledge, you must have the evidence, you must have the proof. Mm. And those who follow me in the ending of Surah Yusuf. Barakallahu feek, jazakallahu khair, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sawtu ahli sunnah wal jama'ah, sawt merkaz al-sahaba.